Welcome to another episode of our mini podcast, I Built a Company That Makes a Difference by B1. Here we talk to founders of sustainable businesses to get their takes on how and why they started their companies and lessons learned along the way. Today, I'm joined by Chinlin Feng, the co-founder of Doviana, a new generation jewelry brand launched in New York City with a strong commitment to sustainability and crafting high quality products. Doviana specializes in affordable everyday fine jewelry that adds a touch of positivity to your look while redefining your personal jewelry choices. Chenlin, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey everyone, my name is Chenlin. Um, a lot of friends call me Chino. You know, I got a nickname when I was in high school from my friends, but yeah. So we are actually, you know, me and my wife and a couple of friends that we actually started this company called Doviana. Um, we literally just kind of like one day, literally just have a sit down. You know, this is actually during COVID, believe it or not. Actually, a little bit before, before COVID. So we didn't know COVID is going to hit, right? And obviously, nobody's know that. And then we're doing this, you know, thinking about it. Because a lot, of, a couple of our friends, they're, they're actually a jewelry designer, things like that. We just met each other. And then we're talking about this. You know, obviously, I don't wear any jewelry, as you can see. But, you know, I'm I'm with my wife. And then my wife is like, you know, she loves jewelry. I'm sure every girls in the world, they love jewelry. And then, you know, we're just talking about it. And then it was like, you know what? There's a problem that we don't see that jewelry that we really like. You know, I was listening to with them and things like that. And when there's a problem, you know, entrepreneur usually, the people that have entrepreneur minds, they usually think about solve the problem themselves. So, and then, so there, we just started kind of like, talk about it and then you know and even come up with the names what whatever just have this conversation we literally start even drawing jewelry on sketches things like that you know this is like oh this is the type of jewelry that we're thinking about to get blah 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 you know I, I couldn't buy this blah 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 you know overall you know our our styles of jewelry is kind of like a minimalist and then, you know, very simple stuff. We couldn't, you know, my wife is telling me she couldn't really find anything like that simple, you know, very affordable too. So she was actually, you know, at that time we didn't actually, we, we haven't married yet. So we're actually, you know, in a relationship. But at that time we, you know, uh, she was like, Actually, she was the uh, second runner-up of um, uh, the Chinese beauty pageant, actually, U U.S. Yeah, she oh, competed wow. that. Yeah. So, you know, while she had the experience of that, right, she was had a lot of experience. And when I say experience, meaning, like, how she, you know, just, like, when you go through a lot of this kind of, like, um big thing in your life whether it's a competition where some you go through some like you know then you start getting inspired by something right so what she got inspired is she wants to have she want to share this kind of like uh you know with other you know uh that people that over there they're like oh how do i how how, how do i give the people the feeling that they are kind of like you know also on the stage right so you know with this beautiful jewelry things like that so she thought about that right and then that's kind of like the build-up right you know every idea there's always like this build-up you know what i mean it's just like obviously you know that's kind of like hidden you can call the second layer or whatever and then 
and then like i said you know previously then we met the right people and then we talk about it and then she was just really you know kicking off you know it's like okay you know what i had experience like this and then i want to do this business and then i want to share my experience with other people and i want to bring like this glamorous you know shiny uh, I want to share this with uh, other people, you know, my friends, you know, usually you want to get this thing to the people that are close to you, right? So whether your friends, your family, and then you thought about it, how do I scale this to other people, right? So, you know, whether it's scale this to the uh, uh, another like business or whether it's like kind of sort of like uh, you can do obviously through the event, things like that. So, you know, my my so here's me coming right I, i'm the guy who always kind of like thinking about how to scale up like a th- idea to a business so we're we're like okay now we have so we have a designers we have like my wife is kind of like the you know uh idea behind everybody you know the the, the you know the the big brain right and then i'm kind of like the brain for the business side so we just start this and then obviously um we we, we we also saw like in the jewelry, right? In the jewelry world, there's not a many jewelry brands that mark themselves as like, you know, um, we don't know where the jewelry come from, basically, for example. Right. Like, is this um, you know, obviously a lot of uh, a lot of um jewelry brand do marketing their jewelry is conflict free, gemstone, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, you know, this is that, you know, that that's all all all, you know. We, we support that we are 100% with that but we're also thinking like okay what if what about like some of these metals right so for example like when we you know Doviana we say sustainable this is kind of our slogan we say sustainable uh fun fun jury uh sustainable fun jury for good vibes right that kind of, that's kind of like our slogan mm-hmm. so we're like thinking like okay we're, we're thinking about how to do this in a sustainable way, right? So we talked to, before this, right? We, we're doing the business, obviously, we did a lot of research. We kind of like select our manufacturing. We met, met some friends, they've done Drew before, or whether they're family. So they're kind of like introducing our, our, us to these um, manufacturers that does sustainable ways. So for example, like a couple of our manufacturer, like right now, um, you know, few of them actually right now, they all their their most of their metal for example like sterling silver especially they're actually recycled right so this is what what, what why we say our business is sustainable because um right now a lot of our sterling silver jewelry that most of them come with that you, you know you can trace back that everything was like recycled um metals also mm-hmm. some of the gold 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 jewelry that we uh recently actually this year we we actually opened our uh second store believe it or not we actually opened our second store a month ago so oh congratulations yeah our second store is actually in soho new york so that was like a big deal for us right so and we're the like, first oh, store where's the first store located again first stores was it was in uh west village right new york. okay yeah on bleaker street right so the second one is kind of like our flagship store this is like where we really kind of like okay, we got a bigger space. This is like heart of Soho. We need to capitalize this, you know, really, really capitalize this chance. You know, we, we really, it took, took like that, that, that location, it was me 
primarily work on the location. So I was like, you know, <laughs> like I went through almost a year just to pick up a location, took a four month to from like the store was like a nothing, like basically it's just like a plain space, nothing there to mm -hmm. like this beautiful store. We hired a, or a friend of us, like he's a uh, architecture interior designer. Uh -huh. So this is like, huge deal for us and then it turned out to be great it's just like i was really impressed by the work you know everything was done like how i imagined how the store is going to be obviously there's a lot of room to improve like we're going to add more things into it but overall the store i mean you know soho is like soho is like if you go to shopping you got to go come soho if you at soho you got to come to spring street just because spring street has like pretty much everything there and then I would say Doviana, like our store, if you even don't know Doviana, just for the store itself, it's just a beautiful location. And then people like people like a lot of a lot of people just passing by there, like taking photos of that. You oh, know, there's fantastic. just like yeah, there's just like, oh, this store is so cool. I love it. You know, we have this like arch thing going on. It feels like you're in like a almost like a oh, oh like a I don't know how to describe it. It's like a it's almost like a uh you can see some of the uh styles from like cathedral but at the same time and then like a big museum you know we take a lot of uh the the architecture designer he he actually took a lot of inspired from the like the famous building in the world he literally just he's he's like into this right I, I don't know nothing about this but he was like super into this and then he was like you know he was drawing come up with these ideas like yeah we should do this because it's like you know people loves this i was like okay and at first i was like a little you know, like I was a little worried because it does seem a little complicated. So it does. So the work does take a little bit longer than the time that I was I want to, but it was worth it all come to, you know, the the space. But anyway, you know, we so that's kind of like a, the thing that we're doing. Right. So we want to do this. And then when we do it, we have we want to make sure we do it right. Just everything, you know, whether the space or the, our product, you know, really our product is like, um. You know, recently we just pushed out like a piercing section. Like we, we... yeah, I saw that on the website. Yeah, so it's yeah. like now get pierced, so you can do that at your locations. Correct. You can book appointment. Actually, you know the what the piercing piercing session each was like twenty to thirty minutes. No, you know about that, but people, you know, because like we did this. It's not because like we want to compete with other brand things like that. It's honestly a lot of our customers, right? So we. Actually, because we're like a young brand, we listen to our customer a lot. Basically, mm -hmm. people like because especially when we our first first store, right? There was at uh, West Village, right? West Village is like a very neighborhood type of feeling vibes uh, of like community, right? So a lot of store there, the people they've been delivered for decades, right, or years. Especially recently, young people moved there, so people there they shop a lot. And then they locally, you know, just shopping. And then we have a lot of loyal customers telling us, like, hey, you guys should do piercing, you know, because they want to get it done. Then we couldn't offer at that time, obviously, because the space is smaller. And then we don't know anything about piercing <laughs> at that time. So and then, you know, obviously, when we got the Soho location, right, we're like, yeah, we, we have to do a piercing here because we have the space. We, you know, we're like, we need to do this. So we we obviously have the option now which is a lot of like our previous customer they came back and they're your peers you know so so it's like it's super exciting like 
we actually planning also do like a permanent jewelry bar also like you know it's like those welding jewelry you know it's like on your wrist you know they, they're they call permanent jewelry but they're not really permanent jewelry they because it's like there's no claps right you can take it off it's just there actually it's welded oh but wow i've never heard of this you've never heard that yeah you should, no. you, should you should look it up right this is like a pretty popular thing during i think like two i'm, I'm we're, we're kind of late on this game but it, again this is also our customer requested uh for wow. us to do yeah so you know it's not permanent because you it's called permanent jewelry, but you're supposed to not be permanent because just for safety reasons, what if right. your hand, some your hands, you know, do some medical, yeah, uh, let's just say procedure, they need to remove the chain. Yeah, they, you can remove it. You can just literally cut yourself. It's super easy. But anyway, that's we plan to do uh that one as well. So you know, we we just re recently, like I said, we recently just started the piercing operation, and then that's what we try to pushing, and then. We we got a lot of like uh great feedbacks because we are um our 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 kind of like the piercing jewelry is very curated like people really love it it's affordable like we're using very safety safe uh, material you know uh -huh. safe materials like fourteen K solid gold and implant grade titanium right so that's kind of like what, what we use like uh, we don't really use like surgical uh greatest steel stainless steel just because a lot of customers and then also i talked to many many professional piercers they're telling me that they had a problem with the kind of material so they tell me not get it uh, like skin allergies yeah allergies because mm -hmm. after you get pierced it delays the time to heal so we we use like titanium which is one of the safest um it's not 100 you know like because some people still react that mm -hmm. but that's like the most safe you know mm -hmm. besides mm -hmm. gold you know things like that and then you, even some people they're allergic to gold they're okay with like titanium believe it or not so anyway so that that's kind of like what we're doing right now yeah i mean you know for our company right now we we have two brick and mortar stores where we we um we're doing so before all this business starts right i'm sure you're probably wondering where this everything kicks off, right? So it's kind of yeah, like what well, one where everything kicks off, which years, and then what was your what were your backgrounds before this? I mean, it sounds like you've got a huge, a fantastic network of people that you know that you've mm -hmm. been able to partner with who have expertise in yeah. jewelry making, in architecture, in interior design, and a lot of these things that you've been able to utilize. But for you and your wife, you guys are the catalyst of this brand of Yana. And where did like, what are your backgrounds? Yeah. Um, so my background is actually, again, has nothing to do with jewelry, right? I'm actually graduated with a logistics and supply chain management degree. So that's kind of like my focus. Like, I, I know about business, how to run it, especially on the logistics side, you know, things so you like that. you do operations, like you're the operations on exactly. this business, got yeah, it. Yeah, like I, I hire, I fire people, things like that. And then, you know, more to like the, you know, I'm doing like all the lead work, right? <laughs> so but like open a store, have to be there, you know, uh, oversees the employee, but yeah, my, my background actually doing, um, you know, I graduated with a degree after a, a year and a half working a, working in the uh, logistics company, uh, which is a great company. Uh, 
you know, I love it. I, I got a job even before I graduated. I was super excited, you know. And then after a year and a half, I was just like, you know, this is cool. But then, you know, because honestly, in my mind, right? And then this is when I was even younger than when I was in before I even went to college, right? And then I always wanted to start a business. That's kind of my thing, right? I, I don't know what is it, but it's just like before I was thinking like doing like an international business, like because, you know, I was... Maybe I even tell you, should I tell you this before? Because I'm actually born in China. I came to the States when I was 13, you know. So um, being both of the culture, right, and, you know, it's there are a lot of difference between the culture, but there are also tons of similarity between them. And then, you know, especially in today's world, like globalization, globalization, you know, make the world really small. And then everything's kind of, you know, sees it's there and it's shareable, you know. So... Uh, I came here, you know, I was 13, went to basically middle school, high school, college here. And then kind of like, you know, I, now I live actually, you know, if you look at my years in my life, right, I actually stay in the States more than I was in China. So I can call this definitely my home, you know what I mean? So yeah, that was another thing, you know, I just thought about it the other day. I was like, wait a minute. I just like, I was actually here it was longer than I was in China. So <laughs> it was like crazy. I just thought about that. Yeah. But uh, no, like um, I, you know, I graduated with that, with a degree. I worked in a year and a half in a logistics company. And then uh, somehow, somehow I got into car sales right after that. So actually, you know, I, I never imagined I was being a salesperson until that. And then like I got into it. It was, I don't know, everybody, you know, if, you know, car sales is actually a very aggressive selling super aggressive right and then it's like you, if you don't sell you don't really eat type of situation right so in the beginning it was very hard for me because i don't know anything to related car sales um you know nobody trained me i just kind of learned it my friend was to actually help me to train me a little bit you know tell me some stuff you know, say hey you should do this you should do this then he actually left after a, a month. I'm not going to tell what reason, but he left and then kind of just left me there by myself, which is like, you know, like, um, yeah, with like the, all these salesperson that have been there probably more than four or five, some of them even like 30 years, like, like all their life, right? Like, I would just like, holy crap, I'm here. Like, you know, what I do. Just so, in the deep end. Not yeah, it's almost like you 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 throw me into the, the wolves, right? Kind of like that type of situation. But that's how you get to learn, right? And then I learned pretty quick, and then got a grasp of it. I was actually selling twenty some cars a month, you know. And I think a couple few months I went to like selling almost like thirty cars, things like that. And then, wow, a month. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a day a car. I think there's one day I sell four cars. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but it was like. I don't know, but no, like I, I have my personal selling style, which is, you know, um, you know, most people, they think it's car sales person is very, you know, janky. They're lied to them, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is how I felt all this negative experience. Right. But me, you know, um, I just tell them probably most of my manager don't like the way I sell just because I tell them the truth, but I think that's how I thrive it too. Mm -hmm. Um, if I feel that another brand, if you're looking for a certain feature, I just tell them like, hey, if you really, really like this feature, 
you should maybe looking for the other brand because mm -hmm. I feel like they're done it better. And then I think that you're going to capitalize better on your dollar amount, you know, value. You know what I mean? I just tell mm -hmm. them like, so actually 90% of this customer, when I tell them that they're going to buy a car from me just because I've been, I giving them trustful, you know, they, they, they like me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really sugarcoat anything. I just tell them how it is. And then, Literally, the process is simple, right? If you, a lot of people like when they buy cars, they kind of know what they want already. And then, as long as this experience is good, they like you, they mm -hmm. will buy the car. Seriously, it's it's just that simple. You don't really need to do the extra stuff to, you know, like car sell them because usually they actually done the opposite. If you push them too much, I don't usually give them a lot of room, let them think in themselves. I just tell them everything about the feature you know the facts right i'm number guy i just tell them like hey this is this does this blah 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 this does not do this blah 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 you know kind of like that and then they're like oh okay i understand now and then i take them after i give them the whole rundown we go to a test drive usually on the way test drive they already decided you know honestly if you if you're the customer yourself right if you drive the car on the test drive, you pretty much know how this car fits your need or not, to be honest with you. On um, you know, and then you can pretty much make a decision on the way back to the the store, like literally. And then yeah, the most of most of them that I like that. It's but anyway, and after that, I moved to New York. You know, after two years that the car is selling, I moved to actually first was New Jersey, Jersey City with my wife, because that's mm -hmm. where she at. We actually met in through one of our friends in Georgia. We actually both from Georgia, oh. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm originally from Atlanta, right? Um, I was actually moved to Georgia when I was like thirteen. You know, uh, anyway. So she actually graduated from Georgia Tech, yeah, with a master degree. Uh, actually, her her study or her field has nothing to do with fashion whatsoever too she's actually a silver engineering master degree right yeah believe it or not oh yeah that's yeah. a little bit different than jewelry yeah learning. yeah and then just jewelry in the fashion but but she likes it she loves it she loves this stuff and then you know that's like you know sometimes your hobbits right became more than your professional like a lot yeah, absolutely and, and a lot of the professional and then also the entrepreneur I tell when I talk to them, they had the same experience. They're, they, you know, they always study something in a college, blah, blah, blah. And then some somehow whatever, whatever they do right now or the business do right now has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah, but, life's journey, especially the entrepreneurship journey really takes you on a winding path, especially as you said, a lot of the entrepreneurs that we talk to, as you said, something that's a hobby, either by necessity or interest becomes a main activity yeah. and then it, a little bit of foothold a little you know a little bit of scale and then suddenly something happens where it catapults you into oh no this is going to be my main activity yeah by necessity or something takes off a product that you launched that you didn't expect it to you know take up this much of your field of vision is mm -hmm. that how you guys started it was just like you know this is going to be a hobby or did you jump into it saying you know we're going to make a business out of this yeah so so in the beginning it was just like you know, because me and my wife have this entrepreneurial mind where we're always want to kind of like do business, right? A lot of time, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, actually, we, we have many other friends too, like also family members, right? Uh, maybe this is like a 
I don't know. Is this like a Asian thinking, or maybe actually, I, I don't feel it's like Asian thinking. I thought I feel a lot of my American friends feel too, thinking like uh, selling something right of a product. It's kind of I'm not gonna say it's lower, but it's like they they think this is like like me for example like I, i'm gonna put it this way me go to a company like a like a sp500 company working from nine to five is good but me to do selling something i would like even though i would do whatever it takes that sell that what even i have to go to the street to push this product it's bad so it's kind of like that mentality right people but me and my wife don't have that we're like if this is something we like we need to do it you know what i mean and then we just need to go talk to right people, things like that. So that's that's the thing. Like we we have this passion of like be an entrepreneur, and then the and then the jury right here is kind of like a you can say this like a, uh you know almost like a, a the a, a, a that nuclear chain reaction. That's that 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 first nuclear right. So everything goes out from that point. Um, and also I mentioned. A lot of entrepreneurs, when they start something, they always see a problem uh, because they don't see that thing on the market and they want to solve themselves. So that's kind of like what we're doing. So and then we just want to do this. And then, yeah, like, like er, er, you know, everything just kind of starts there. You know, we did this thing during COVID, like, like, in the, like, you know, previous, I'll say in the beginning, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you're asking me like how we really started at the beginning. So this is actually during 2020 right beginning 2020 like when a covid first was actually starting in china right and you know you hear from the news so we started like literally january on this business like we actually before that we actually preparing but literally like say okay this is the when we started it was like 2020 january and then we hear covid obviously at that point we didn't know that's gonna spread it you know like like we did doing now, I thought it was just like a local thing. And then, you know, March, fast forward, March, oh, it's here. Wow. What should we do? And then, you know, I'm sure a lot of businesses like kind of like us were a little at that beginning, we wasn't panicking because we thought it was not a big deal. You know, it was like, oh, this thing must be like, you know, it's just first it's kind of like a flu. Maybe we don't really know. Nobody knows any facts of it. And then you know, oh, this thing is probably going to last that long, right? And then blah, blah, blah. Then who knows, right? And then it's just like, kind of like just exploded, right? And then and the amount of panic bring to people, things like that. I'm sure just all business owners just thought about that. So the lucky thing we did, it was we, because, you know, we, you know, at, at now ages, everything we have to do is we have to do it from online. So that's kind of we started. So I know I'm I'm so glad that we did that. I'm so glad that we didn't just rent a place and start doing that because I don't think that's the right way to do it anyway. Especially so, January 2020. That would have been a bit of a disaster if you yeah, had opened the store then. It was literally if you rent something there, that would be end up horrible, you know, that just for everyone, you know. And then so we kind of just start online. We built a website, literally uh my 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 wife she 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 built that website herself literally and then i was helping her too a little bit but um you know we're we're taking just we have to learn from everything from our own literally we mm -hmm. we have no professional helps like at the beginning how mm -hmm. to take a photo of the product how to photoshop 
how to do this, do that. And luckily, every time we're doing this, there's some of friends actually also into that little bit and they want willing to learn too. You know, we have a photographer, but we didn't want to take advantage of that because at the beginning with you know the photographer our photographer friends just helping us but so we don't want to you know obviously take advantage of this so we have to learn how to photoshop each photo things like that so we just kind of like you know went through this you know learn everything how to perfect a photo how to build this website you know what kind of product we should be picking this is all comes to our, you know, whether it's our taste, whether it's our fashions, um, you know, fashion taste, jewelry taste, whatever. So, you know, the designer and my wife, also me, but not too much. Like, I don't, I don't really talk about the styles, things like that, you know. But they are working on this like every single day, just you know, test, 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 you know. And then that's the thing, I, I you know, this is to all the entrepreneurs. If you have an idea, please test out. Don't start a business, like, immediately. And it's just a bad idea. Like, you should always test your idea, starting your people around you. And then go to somewhere that has, like, high foot traffic area. And then start, whether you do a survey or product, whatever. You have to have the encourage to do this. You know, jump out your comfortable zone, right? You, you know, comfort zone. You need to go there, talk to strangers to say, hey, how this product works. If I, you know, give this to you, you wear this, you know. And then we, we're doing this a lot, right? So start our friends and then they they actually give, you know, we listen to them. Basically, that's the thing. We always listen to our customers. So we, we get that feedback. So that's how we improve. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would say that's kind of like how we did it in the beginning. Yeah. You guys, it seems like because you guys have a really uh, active online presence um, and it sounds like customers coming through your stores, your brick and mortar stores as well. You guys really tap into customer discovery. So talking to them and having mechanisms, whether it's online, in store, et cetera, for feedback from customers that help you shape the product. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. Because. That's how you perfect product, right? You you need to listen to your customer. And then when we, like, I'm always at a store most of the time. So I always ask a customer, what do you like? What are you looking for? And then, you know, and then even some of the styles that, so because our, because our uh, jewelry is like kind of minimalist style, that's kind of what we focus on because we test other styles before, believe it or not. And then it sells, but at the same time, people are not buying like it's like so in my our minds like what can we do for something like an everyday jewelry right so this every day jewelry thing became like sort of like a um you know like kind of like a focal point in this jewelry stuff because there's so many style jewelries right you can do this you can do a com, com, uh like a you know um like statement jewelry like this is something you wear in the occasion you go to an event you know something contemporary looking you know like this type of thing it looks cool wow it's like so cool like i mean we, we our jewelry designer i don't know you saw them they they have this cool jewelry looking when they're graduate their thesis you know they they because all these designer students they in the end of the graduation they have to come up with some like this big like 
um like if, if you're the jewelry design you have to come up with this like a whole line of jewelry like you know represent your style things like that you know you actually turn into products so i look at this, some of them they're like they look cool don't get me wrong they look so cool there you, you don't see them this is like a one of the kind thing right if you wear this thing but me as a business person i was like wait a minute i should have stepped back how many people is gonna buy this that's mm -hmm. the real question i'm gonna ask it's like how many people is gonna wear this and then because this piece is so complicated it takes a lot of you know uh resources to make right you know the, the labors goes in the times goes in how can we scale this even so you got to start quite asking questions like that you know so any business right it's if it's a scalable you got to asking how fast how quick this thing can make in an in efficient way you know that's the thing that you really need to ask yourself as the business person to make sense of this business now obviously we have designed our jewelry, but we need to simplify them. So how can we have this jewelry that's simple enough, have a unique design, and then people can wear this actually every day. They don't have to take it off. Like a lot of like our customer, they're like, for example, I'll give you an aspect, right? There are two things like I, I heard the most. It's like, can I wear this in shower? Can I wear this when I in, go to sleep? So that's kind of like a two thing where like, okay, so like, you know, like we, this is the kind of thing, right? We listen to problems and then we, we try to solve them, right? So because the good things then we, you know, at the beginning we're, we're, we're doing the other juries. That's the jury that we, you cannot wear in a shower because they're really complicated. You get a, your hair going to caught in the thing, right? There's chain, so many chain hanging down. Okay. You definitely cannot wear in the sleep just because it, it will, you will get hurt yourself. You probably would hurt yourself if you wear that. So so, you know, when you have this problem presented, right, then you're thinking like, okay, we need to make this thing small and then very dainty and then very useful. And then material-wise, we, we, we don't do some of this material. For example, brass is kind of like beginning where uh, we're, 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 we're kind of considering because they're, you know, very affordable material. But brass, the problem with the brass is a lot of people have allergic reaction with it because a lot of them have a nickel in there and things like that. They, you know, some people like, oh, it turned my ear green. So that's brass. <laughs> so they we're like, okay, we cannot do brass. What about, you know, then we start with the sturdy silver, right? That's like a, you know, they're like, okay, you know, silver, 90, you know, it's like good material. They have less people reaction with it. And then we can, you know, people like gold, we can plate it with them, like with this like thick plating of gold, you know, like a special technique and then we're just doing that and then we'll test test like oh they then this works right and that's how we started right and then we're doing this like small jewelry with a sterling silver at the beginning with an 18 karat gold on top of it you know like people love it right and then and then our friends give our positive reaction that's kind of how we started you know with this sterling silver and you know, people love sterling silver they either buy the actual sterling silver color like the natural silver color or the gold uh with the 18 karat gold on top of it so that's kind of like a two two thing when we started this business we kind of like we kicked off on that yeah and then honestly like because we met some amazing people and also connections sort of like that we know manufacturers like one of the many our first manufacturer they've been in the business actually over like a uh, four decades right so they know what they're doing so we're lucky how did you to... meet them was it just a connection of a connection or what were you looking yeah for it was like a it was a one of friend that she 
actually is the designer herself too. She actually started making jewelries, but this is completely different styles. She actually making handbags, things like that. So she needed all these parts to make, right? And then she met, you know, she met this uh, her friends that know the people from the manufacturer, and this is like you know overseas. And then we met with them, you know, and then we're talking about our idea. And they were interested to work with us because they, they, they have met met with many um this young entrepreneur that want to some start something, and then a couple of them actually went pretty successful. So they seen that successful story, and then they want to work with these new people, right? Like us, like young brands. So they actually a lot of a lot of time if you work with this like company like manufacturers, they don't really give you many chances. Either they're gonna tell you to order tons of stuff at the beginning because they need to also make money too they don't really willing to um have a small like moq right small order yeah yeah Yeah. and then but they're willing to do that with us so there that's how we started yeah and then we kind of like oh test 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 that's that's how we able to test so many things and then in the beginning they were patient too to work with us and then at that point when we became a little bit known out there like people like actually buying our stuff and then we 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 you know they actually see feedback too because each time we order more and more and more they saying that it's become successful in a what a sense of like okay we're not just order 10 pair earring now we actually order 100 pair now you know what i mean so so that's like huge right so that's like 10 folds already within like one one year something like that literally over one year and then they 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 you know i told them like it's like hey i really appreciate you guys giving us this opportunity you know it's like you work with us yeah so like that's the other thing like when we doing this journey of this brand right and you know a lot of this entrepreneur experience it's the people you you meet and then um just this whole experience from you know start with nothing literally nothing to something like you know, obviously we, I mean, uh, we we always be appreciate. We always be humble. Even right now, two stores probably like a lot of this jewelry brand. They have like over a hundred store probably now. But us is like have two stores right now. And then, but that's like even with that, that you know, we we are super cherished this opportunity. Every literally everything like we 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 just want to make this thing better and better. You know, I'm already looking at the next location where we're doing like a few pop ups by the end in the air. You know, there are so many things we're we're lining up all these uh, locations. Hopefully, when the right time, we're just gonna open all of them. Seriously, that's kind of like, and then also all this talent, right? These people that I'm, you know, this fresh new talent, and I it, it, it moves me when I see these young entrepreneurs like myself to like you know they they want to start their thing just like myself and in the beginning, and then you know I always if I can't always help them, you know, yeah. So that's amazing. So I yeah. have a couple questions. Please. One, I just wanted to tell our audience if you haven't been to Doviana to see the jewelry. It's mm-hmm. when I when I came across this site, I was like, oh my God, this whole site is exactly my style. So sure. I, I was like, oh my gosh. So right after this is done, I've actually put some things in my basket, <laughs> some jade earrings yeah. in my basket. So I have to right after we're done with this conversation, I have to go finish checking out. But Please. this is like really gorgeous, very minimalist, as as you said, Chinling, everyday um jewelry, like rings, yeah. 
necklace like it's it's things that you can wear every day and I was thinking exactly those two things when I was thinking can I wear this in the gym like can I sweat in this can I wear this in the shower and can I sleep in this and I see that you even have like flat back earrings that you can sleep in like very very practical as well so that's one thing if you haven't visited just to give the audience a description of the kind of jewelry and the second yeah. one my question is when you started to get um scale how did you have to um change grow and evolve your operations team like what did it have to start looking like and how quickly did you have to make a jump what does it look like today versus let's say i don't know right after you launched i mean i'm sure it was just you and friends for a really long time when did it start to really ramp up yeah so it's probably started like a year and a half after the whole thing you know like i say start beginning scale you know when the lockdown became a little bit easier you know like uh we start doing pop-ups right throughout a city literally we start like small things until like the bigger things we ran like a bigger space again try your product in the location that you potentially think you're going to be there don't just go there sign the lease but so we kind of like sign on like a pop-ups lease sort of thing very short period but this is like during like a you know holidays thing thing like that so that's where you test your product and then you know then you get the feedback wow this works okay we need to do like you say we need to scale up right so luckily like i say our uh supply chain and then it's very efficient and then the back end of the manufacturer right they, like i said the, those people um we, we're literally from one manufacturer to four manufacturer right now that we contact right so this is the people i've met with and through different connection blah 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 they know us now so a lot of, a lot of this manufacturer reach reach out to us right believe it or not like i have like almost like meeting the meeting back to back a lot of time with like oh, all they're reaching manufacturers. out to you to try to yeah. get your business ah yeah. some of them yeah but but most of them i was the one who actually initial co connecting at the early stage of this business and then because um at that point we were just like that's like another thing though. Like, like I feel like um one of the things I'm sure every business is like, how do you get your product right? What's the best way to make the product in the trust source, right? That's the most important. So done a lot of research. And then like I say in the beginning, you know, that particular that one first star particular the manufacturer give us the opportunity to start something small, but they have the op they have the ability to scale like. Literally, you if you want to make like a ten thousand of this thing, they can do it. You know what I mean? They have the ability so they can scale to do with it. you. You chose yeah, them exactly. they small runs, but they can scale with you as your business exactly. grows, and you don't yeah. have to change manufacturers. But, but you know, honestly, the like this is not the most important thing. To be honest with you, I think the most important thing is, um, it's the people actually. And you know, I found out that people, because I. I, I I start hiring people, right? That's like really hard. I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs has the same issue with this. Like a like, like, um, or I wouldn't say issue, have this experience, right? So, you know, uh, like now I kind of understand when you run your own business. Before, you know, I was like, you know, I was in actually during college, right? I was like listening to my professor telling me, all these people telling me, you know, like in a in a, you know, like and I was in the business class, they're saying that I don't know, uh maybe I'm wrong here, but don't call me and then it was like you know like like a 30 percent or this big percentage of the, the company overhead or the cost is actually from the hr 
I was like, a HR, like, what, what's the, like, what, what's that complicated, so, so complicated about, right? It's like, you just hire people and then blah, 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 you know, it's just like, but then I finally realized that if you don't find the right people that within your company, right, they can cost you so much, like just the amount of time. First, you take time to train them. And then if not works, just imagine all the time that's resources you, 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 you kind of been with them and, and end up didn't work right just imagine that especially for a small brand like us you know that uh, amount of time things like that it's not like oh i have like 10 people here sitting with me they just hire and, and then interview them and training them like beginning it was all me like me doing all this right like literally i have to train everybody about our business things like that so that was a big thing and then you know um to you know like literally so yeah like like you know that that was one thing like to to have the right people is so important yeah so that's one thing i talk about often or have the conversation often with entrepreneurs who are first-time entrepreneurs but they're yeah. coming from large companies and it's exactly that when you come from a large company yeah. any problem internally that you might think of there's a team dedicated to solving that problem like yeah hiring yeah. or pensions right. or like parking whatever right. there's a team dedicated to it and when you are an entrepreneur for the first time or you join a startup and you are suddenly your own it your own your own hiring manager your own sourcing yeah. manager yeah. everything and this yeah. is before you even get to the business of like a vision or putting together a business case or marketing this is just just getting things running it's a really tough switch and not everybody is built Very. for it not everybody enjoys it but when you're yes. like wait hold on a second now i'm doing ah the Con candidate sourcing, hiring, all of these rounds of interviews, then training, then I'm HR. Now I'm, you know, doing benefits and pen, you know, all of this stuff. It's, it's in this again is before you even get to the business of like the, getting to your product or something. Yes. It's, it's a, sometimes it's a big, it's a big switch. It's a big, big switch. Yeah. It's no, no. Explain uh, to people until yeah. you do it. Yes, exactly. So it's like, you know, I've been working like all my job, previous job, they're all from SP 500, right? Like, 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 you know, like, uh, one of the company, like I say, my, my, my starting with a logistic company, they're like, like a top 100, top 150, like all these companies, right? They're like a huge company. I, I went to their all corporate building things like that. You know, it's very corporate environment, things like that. So, you know, everything works. So you don't really at that, at that point, see, because the company is so big, right? There's like, you, 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 yes, you're doing a job, but you don't feel like, you, you kind of ask yourself, like, if I'm not there, is this matter even? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? And then, it, is if this five people here not here, is this even matters? You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm I'm sure some of them do matter, but I'm just saying, like, because they're so big, right? You couldn't even you 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 yourself just being in there, the bubble, you wouldn't feel that effect until you're kind of like outside of and start build this bubble. You're like, okay, this is hard, <laughs> you know. Um, and then it's, it's, it's very challenging, but it's like, a, that's how you learn though. Like, like that's how I'm sure every entrepreneur learned that. And it's just like, you know, this is like no, no other way around it. You have to do yourself. And then, you know, firing people, it's always kind of like I'm at my weak point, but because, you know, I would say like, just because I, I think I'm a nice person, I don't really fire them because I, and it's also, it's very sad too. Cause it's like, you take this time to hire them, 
to do all this it's almost almost like you have this emotional attached to them and then you have to let them go things like that you tell them and then obviously most of, i tell you this right most of the time and that point of it it's just like it things definitely not gonna work out anymore it's not like a me budging this and i'm pushing my side you know what i mean let you be here it's it's at that point it's like okay this is not gonna work out anymore you know what i mean and then i, and then, I don't know anybody who is like i've not talked to anybody corporate entrepreneur i've talked to nobody who's like you know i'm fantastic at firing people like i've just never heard that especially entrepreneurs because yeah, it's no, such a I, personal thing like yes. you've hired somebody to come into your business you've given everything that you could give and it still doesn't work out and you're like oh this yes. is this is the worst we have to yes. part ways for the yes. sake of this business continue we have yes. to part ways yes but, I, but you know that that being said right like i i, I tell my all my employees right the first day literally when i hire them i tell them like look because i i i i i, I, I literally tell them like you know because all this experience i walked through my, I have a huge, strong belief of uh, everybody should have their own business, do something they love, right? I tell them, like, you guys should one day own your business, do your thing your own. If you, if you learn something from me, please learn. But at the same time, you know, I know that's hard. And then, um, you know, not every not, not everyone, you know, like, even they have the opportunity and the capital that they can do that. But they, their self, partner, because their personality or whatever, their study of field, you know, you, if you're an engineer, you just engineer, right? You just do your thing. You should an engineer. You should just research, and you 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 let a business self does that side of a aspect. Let somebody else take care of that, right? And then you just do your thing. But I tell my, I I personally tell all my employees like, look, and then, then you know whether you know if you chasing the fashion, I wish you can own the next. Louis Vuitton, right? Something like that. Or if you're a designer, I wish you can be the next whatever that you feel. So I tell them like that, you know, like it's it, whatever you learn, please learn from me and then I'm willing to teach. That's the thing. Like I, I wish in the beginning it was people like teaching me to walk me through everything. So I kind of want to like, if somebody interested, I always give the opportunity to learn and then, you know, from me, you know what I mean? So I, I kind of like, hey, this is this, you should do this. You this i've done this before trust me you know but obviously everybody experience is different but i tell them like this is what happened you know should you choose to listen or not it's you but i give you the whole breakdown for it and then you should make your own judgmental call but the thing is like nobody even does that to me at the beginning i have to literally learn from from nobody telling me this just like how i learned from the car sales job nobody told me that i just went in and then i was like <laughs> it was hard like that was super hard right that was like you know like you literally know nothing to just learn 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 observing 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 and learn i mean that's how you it learning. sounds like you're yeah. you particularly as an individual are built to be an entrepreneur yeah i mean that you know i i i i I, I don't want to say this like you know it's not like an entrepreneurship it's like I, I think there's it's it's trainable but yes there's a lot of it it's like you are not you are you are you are not type of a deal right so um I, I would say a, a one of the biggest thing about an entrepreneur is uh adaptation right you need to adapt quick that's the thing like you need to adapt like you cannot be like I say you, you in the comfort zone 
like all the time you got to be adopting just how i adopt i I don't i'm not i'm not a salesperson at all before like i don't know how to sell and then you figured it out yeah yeah i have to adopt if if i don't adopt i don't have a job and then there's no rent to be paid so situation like that uncomfortable situation will push you to the next uh you know a higher you right like a higher form of you so you know that's the thing like i i i i that's 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 the whole thing about entrepreneurship it's like you from nothing to something that in that process you are being pushed right because if you obviously if you like your dream you 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 like your dream enough you will push yourself Mm -hmm. that's the thing yeah so this is an incredibly rich conversation for entrepreneurs and for our audience i'm very certain already that we're going to get a lot of comments on it and i really thank you for sharing your entrepreneurship journey because that's what our audience really likes to hear so can just to close can you plug Diviana, where can we find you the, the the two locations again and then online social media plug where can we find you yeah 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 no uh thank you for giving this us uh, this opportunity like i say we share this opportunity every time somebody give us the opportunity to talk about us and then you know yeah so the website is doviana.us so and then you can go there we ship we do free shipping through worldwide and then we do free shipping uh, for domestically us only so yeah and also um that's the website you can shop anytime anywhere um hopefully we can come out the app soon <laughs> i don't know yeah so anyway um we, we have two locations right now um one is uh in the west village it's uh, on Bleecker Street. It's 334 Bleecker. So that's like our first store, actually. It's a beautiful store, small, but it's like a very cute and very, I mean, if you guys, uh, some of this, you know, some of you guys probably been there. If you saw it, you saw, you know what I'm talking about. And also our second store just recently literally opened like a month ago, literally. Um, it's on Soho, Spring Street, 174 Spring Street. Um. Yeah, that's our flagship store. If you get you, you know, please come stop by. Just to this, just look at this beautiful store. Not, not even, you know, like the uh, you feel like jewelry or not. Just come by the store and then take a photo. It's just, it's just super nice. And then why you, why are you in Soho? Why not? Right, you're already there. You shopping it. Yeah, please come. Yeah, if you're in Soho, you're you're there to shop. So stop yeah. by the store. Yeah, I'll definitely please. be there the next time I'm in New York. My sister lives there, so I'll be there oh, next nice. time I visit her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much. Again, this is a fantastic conversation. Really, really rich. Um, like I said, I'm on my way back to the website to complete my purchase. I have some Please. jade earrings that are sitting in my basket waiting to yeah, get to Yeah, no, me. the jade earring. That's that's a cool thing about that. Um, the jade. Um, jade has a special place in all, like in, at least in my culture. It's it's just represented so many things. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you ask every Asian person, especially particularly Chinese people, everybody have one jade because that's just a thing. Like if you look at this culturally, right? This is go back to a thousand years back. Everyone um has a jade on them. It's just like uh, it like I have like people that have this jade past like generation, generation, generations down. You know, it's a special thing, and then jade represent uh. Like this purity, right? If you look at the J, 
um like that's kind of like how i see our business too like i, I think that's like doviana represents you like we 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 we, we want to bring something that is uh simple and pure and then just like you know nothing too crazy uh very easy to wear and then above all it's a very affordable price right if you look at our website you know especially you it own is. it everything everything is just like that's the biggest thing like our customers like you guys are um you know because they they've done many shoppings before they compare some other brand almost the same quality of stuff they're charging more some of them again i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not talking bad i'm not talking just like that's kind of like a, one thing we want to solve is how do we bring something is more affordable right to the people and then again problems so these problems we 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 listen and then we experience too that's why we want to solve this yeah so again problem equal entrepreneur <laughs> i yeah. love that that's a perfect okay i'm gonna i might I might uh, steal that. That's yeah, please, to, please. No problems. <laughs> like, yeah, because problem because, equals entrepreneur. Yeah, because we we, I, it's like I'm too lazy to go there. Look at this solution. You know what? I'm just doing it myself. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, Shinli, yeah. thank you so much. Everyone else in yeah. the audience, I will see you on B1. Thank you so much. Thank you.